With the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Wow. It is Baker Mayfield. From my perspective, he was the number four overall quarterback, right? But I know John Dorsey, and from John Dorsey's perspective, John's got a little swag, and he likes swag. He likes confidence. This gives a competitor, if you're looking at the plus side of him, you know, he's What's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in. This is the Teeing, Teeing Off podcast. Uh, those of you who might have listened to a couple of my other episodes on Buzzsprout, the name before was Tea Time, but loved teeing off a little bit better i'm gonna get into it really quickly don't want to go with any uh long winded introductions um the nba playoffs are starting today at 1 30 eastern time so i uh, wanted to share some of my predictions for the uh for the playoffs that are happening in the bubble those of you listening probably have already seen uh, the first eight games that every team has played. The brackets for the playoffs are all set up, ready to go. So going to be an exciting next couple of weeks. The NBA Finals start on September 30th. So between now and then, um, we'll see how how things turn out, how things play out. But uh going to jump into it really quickly. This is going to be a, a quick installment of... Um, of my podcast. Thank you guys for, for listening again. Where I'm going to start off today, um, you know, just breaking down the playoff bracket. I'm uh, going to start with the Clippers and Dallas Mavericks series. Clippers at uh, the number two spot, Dallas at number seven. To be honest, um, I love what I've seen from the Dallas Mavericks in the restart to the season. Um, I think they have something really great going on with Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. Uh, Luka is obviously going to be a fantastic player in the NBA for a, a very long time to come. He's got all the skill sets. You can see that he has uh, been a professional for a long time coming from Europe. Um, you know, this team still has a, a lot of growing to do. Um, I think they're about two to three years away from being, uh, you know, actual contenders. I think at that point in time, they'll be perennial contenders, but uh, obviously still growing. Um, I think you have a solidified superstar in Luka Doncic. Uh, I think what the Mavericks are waiting for is him and Kristaps Porzingis to really gel Um really become that one two force that uh, most NBA teams, really every NBA team nowadays really needs in order to to be uh, competitive um, and to consider themselves a a contender. No legit playoff experience for the Dallas Mavericks. That scares me a little bit in this series. I think the experience that you get from Doc Rivers and Kawhi, who have both had long pushes in the playoffs, are both champions. Uh, I think that experience will end up uh, proving fatal for, for the Dallas Mavericks. Um, I see them losing a lot of these games uh, close, a lot of these games late. Uh, you know, the Clippers are, are very much in a, in a win-now mode. I think when they made all those trades to uh, acquire Kawhi Leonard and acquire Paul George, they were really telling you that they're in win-now mode. Uh, whereas the Dallas Mavericks, in my opinion, are still a, a growing team, uh, 
a rebuilding franchise, even though they have those those cornerstone players in there. The bench, uh, you know, you have guys coming off the bench in L.A., the Clippers, uh, who, who are more proven guys. Your Patrick Beverly's, um, your Lou Williams. I know Montrezl Harrell's still young, but he's going to give you uh, a lot of good minutes off the bench. You're going to be able to rely on him. Going back to Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, two times finals MVP, knows what it takes to, to win a championship. So, yeah, I have the Clippers winning this series uh, in five or six games. Like I said, I think a lot of these games will be very close. A lot of these games will go down to the wire. But ultimately, um, you know, as those games get into the fourth quarter, get into those late minutes, I think uh, the combination of Kawhi Leonard, the combination of Doc Rivers, that experience will end up proving to be the difference. And again, I have the Clippers winning in about five to six games. Next up, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Denver Nuggets and the Utah Jazz Series. The Denver Nuggets come in at number three. They finished third in the West, the Utah Jazz six. Not really much I can talk about when it comes to this series. Uh, For me, it's a very even series. I think it could go either way. Uh, I do have this series going to, to seven games. Um, you know, Denver has been a huge surprise. I mean, I don't know how much they've been a surprise, but getting back to the bubble, you've really seen how deep they go. Um, you know, guys like Bol Bol, uh, coming out of nowhere in the bubble, showing that he can probably give you some really good minutes, uh, in the playoffs. That's definitely something that, uh, is very intriguing about the Denver Nuggets, something that maybe everybody didn't realize that they had uh, coming into the bubble. Um, And then Michael Porter Jr. I think he is going to be the biggest difference uh, in this series. He's obviously been hurt a lot uh, early in his career, but what we've seen from him in the bubble, if he can give the Denver Nuggets that kind of production, Um, I really think that he ends up being the difference maker. Um, I love the Utah Jazz. I think they're a great team. I think they can go deep as well. Uh, I would not be surprised if they can win this series. Love Donovan Mitchell. Again, I think this series goes seven games. I give the edge to the Denver Nuggets just because I think they can go a little bit deeper. And again, like I said, uh, if Michael Porter Jr. can give the Denver Nuggets the kind of production that he gave them in those eight games back to the bubble. Uh, I think that ultimately proves the difference. And again, the Denver Nuggets win that series in seven games. Uh, The next series I wanted to talk about is the Houston Rockets, uh, who who finished at number four in the Western Conference, and the Oklahoma City Thunder, who finished at number five in the conference. First off, you know, when I think about this series, I, I really... You know, I've been I've always been a huge critic of Chris Paul. Um, you know, he he's obviously a fantastic player, a future Hall of Famer. Um, you know, just his his personality has, you know, I've never really vibed with it. But nothing short of all the credit in the world that, you know, you have to give Chris Paul for what he has been able to do with this Oklahoma City team, how he's been able to to lead them to that fifth spot, um, you know, playoff spot going into the season OKC after the after you know the Russell Westbrook trade 
you know, I don't think anybody would have thought that, you know, the Oklahoma City Thunder would be in the position that they're in right now. Um, again, hats off to Chris Paul for, for making it work, for being that leader on this team. Um, you know, I don't know much about uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, you know, probably because I didn't think they would be in this position uh, at the beginning of the year. But, you know, Stephen Adams, uh, Dennis Schroeder, who, you know, got definitely, I would imagine, got votes for sixth man of the year. Um, you know, those guys, have, you know, what they've been able to do with the young roster um, has been nothing short but but amazing. Obviously, everybody thought this was uh, a total rebuild year for them. Um, as far as the Rockets go, I, I do think they'll win this series, but a lot of that is contingent on, you know, how healthy Russell Westbrook is uh, and how much he's going to give you, how much he's going to play in this series. Um, obviously we know that James Harden is, you know, the, probably the most gifted offensive basketball player, you know, next to Kevin Durant, even though he's not playing, but one of the best offensive scorers that we've ever seen in this league, the guy can go out and get you 35 easily. He's going to give the Oklahoma city thunder all they can handle in this series. But I think for me, it goes back to what you're going to get from Russell Westbrook. Is he going to play? How healthy is he? How healthy is he going to be? I firmly believe that if they have Russell Westbrook, they win this series in six games. That being said, uh, without Westbrook, I do not think that, I mean, I think they have a chance if they don't have Russell Westbrook, but I would not be surprised if Oklahoma City can get the upset uh, if Russell Westbrook doesn't um, play. If, if James Harden really has to carry this team, this small ball team, um, you know, by himself and doesn't have Russell Westbrook, I think small ball sort of, uh, you know, clear the paint, dish out, shoot threes. I don't know how much that can work if you just have uh, James Harden. Um, I think Oklahoma City will be able to defend the perimeter. Um, so if you don't have that one-two punch of uh, Harden and Russell Westbrook, I think things can get really difficult for uh, the Houston Rockets, especially considering the Oklahoma City have Stephen Adams, who is a, a legitimate, um, you know, big. And I'm not sure if you don't have Russell Westbrook, who if you'll get enough production to enough production to cancel out the production that Stephen Adams is going to give you from the inside, because uh, I firmly believe that he will average double digit points, double digit rebounds in this series. Uh, the last and most intriguing series in the first round that I'm going to talk about as far as the Western Conference goes is that number one Lakers matchup versus the Portland Trailblazers. And, you know, this is going to be a fun, this is going to be a fun series. It's obviously a fun series because of what Damian Lillard did in the restart to uh, the NBA. Um, he just went, I mean, he's gone off. To me, he's been the MVP of the bubble so far. Um, th this is a huge series for Damian Lillard, as well as it is, as well as it's a huge series for LeBron James um, and Anthony Davis. But when you think about, you know, the Portland Trailblazers and the path that they had to take to get here, those guys, in my opinion, right now are, are playing inspired basketball coming into this series, they really, I mean, Damian Lillard, it's obvious that he's looking, you know, for that respect from his peers. He wants to be considered one of the superstars, one of the faces of this league. 
I don't think he loved the uh, the ridicule he was getting from Paul George and, and Patrick Beverly um, and also Skip Bayless, who who took a, I don't want to say took some shots, but, you know, had some criticism of Damian Lillard coming back into this bubble. As far as the series goes, what it comes down to to me is can the Portland Trailblazers score enough? Can they outscore the Lakers? As we know from watching the bubble, the Portland Trailblazers can't play defense for shit. Um, you know, when your backcourt is uh, CJ McCollum, Damian Lillard, both guys who probably stand about six feet tall, if that, it's really no secret that those guys cannot defend. So the, the, the Lakers are going to score. I mean, they have... Portland has absolutely nobody to throw at LeBron James, so I fully expect him to have a huge series. What it comes down to is the Lakers haven't shot the ball very well uh, in the return to the bubble. Um, Can the Lakers shoot well enough? And they're going to get open shots because of the fact that Portland can't play defense. Can the Lakers hit enough shots to outscore Portland? Um, CJ McCollum, he's going to give you what he gives you for Portland. Damian Lillard, I fully expect him to have a huge series. Um, what it comes down to, again, can Portland, can they outscore the Lakers? Um, Anthony Davis is going to have a monster series. Uh, he, you know, I know Portland has seven, or excuse me, three seven-footers, but given what I saw in the return back to uh, the bubble, I'm not really worried about uh, Portland's three bigs um i think anthony davis is gonna give every single one of their bigs nurkic zach collins um and hassan whiteside i mean i think he's gonna give those guys all that they can handle um look for the lakers uh you know you have to win this series I i fully expect them to win this series and you know having been a lebron uh Having been someone who has given LeBron all of the criticism that any one superstar can handle, I do it because I love basketball and he's the face of the league. He cannot lose this series. LeBron, Anthony Davis, you guys have all, you know, they have all the pressure in this series. Uh, They're supposed to win this series. They're the number one seed. I fully expect them to win this series. However, should they falter, uh, that will not be a good look. Um, again, I want to come out and say that I absolutely do not think that the Lakers will lose this series. Uh, I think what we saw in the comeback to the bubble and how great Damian has played has sort of given people this idea in their head that Portland could possibly win this series. Um, I just don't expect that to happen. Um, you know, LeBron's going to have the ball in his hand. He's going to be running the point guard position for the Lakers. You know, who do you throw at him? Gary Trent Jr.? No. Damian Lillard? Absolutely not. CJ McCollum? No. Who's going to guard LeBron James? Um, I fully, fully, fully expect him to have a, a huge series. Again, Portland, their, their only chance is going to be to, to outscore the Lakers. Hopefully the Lakers shoot awful from, from the three-point line. Um, that's the only hope I give them. To be honest, I know a lot of people in the media, a lot of like sports, uh, you know, broadcasters are giving Portland a chance. I really don't give them much of a chance. I'm going to say Lakers in five or six, but really my mind is telling me that the Lakers will win this series in four games. Uh, a gentleman sweep, 
Uh, Damian Lillard will will play great, but ultimately the Blazers can't stop anybody. Uh, I think LeBron will will turn it up uh, now that the playoffs are here, and uh, he'll he'll come into the playoffs against Portland wanting to make a statement. So. You know, in my heart of hearts, I think that the Lakers will win this series four games to one. Getting to the Eastern Conference, the Eastern Conference, I'm going to go through this really quickly. I think uh, I think, you know, when it comes to the Eastern Conference and those matchups, all but one series, um, you kind of can kind of can guess who's going to win. But uh, let me jump into it. I'll start off with uh, the Toronto Raptors, who finished at uh, number two in the East, and the Brooklyn Nets, who finished number seven. Um, You know, when when you think about the Brooklyn Nets, uh, I don't think anybody had any real expectations for this team. Uh, No KD, no Kyrie. Um, You know, really what what you're looking to see is how well Karis LeVert can play, how many games he can can win in this series. Um, shoot, if he can, if he can some way sneak out a, uh, a win in this series, I, I don't think that'll happen. Um, you know, you, you, you're really looking at your number three guy for, for next year. Um, you know, I'm already itching to see what next year brings for the Brooklyn Nets. When we think about Kyrie, KD and Karis LeVert can, can bring to the table, uh, if they're all healthy and all playing, uh, that being said, uh, I love Toronto. They play really hard. Um, it, it's almost as if losing Kawhi uh, sort of gave them a little bit more motivation this year. Um, they've all stepped up. Uh, when I look at the Toronto Raptors play, uh, I really feel as though those guys who you know, were part of that championship team last year, Pau Gasol, Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry, um, Fred Van Fleet, they're all playing very free. Uh, It's almost as if, hey, you know, we won our championship. Everybody thinks, you know, that that was Kawhi, but we certainly had a lot to do with that. Let's play free. Let's see, you know, how far we can get. Let's prove those people wrong that think it was Kawhi Leonard who was, you know, the only person that essentially won that championship last year. I love, um, you know, I was always a, a, I was always very hard on Kyle Lowry. Um, Never thought he was a, a legitimate number two, but you know, he's proven to me this year that he's definitely a leader, uh, definitely the the voice of that team, the leader of that team. Um, Pascal Siakam uh, took a huge jump last year, took another huge jump this year. Uh, I think he can be a, a superstar in this league. Uh, I think, you know, he fits uh, into Toronto. Um, uh, I think Toronto probably gets the sweep here, but I'll go with uh, them in five, uh, a quick gentleman sweep. Uh, hats off to Brooklyn for, for making the postseason. Uh, looking forward to, to seeing what they do next year. But uh, for this year, for this series, I got Toronto in five. Next series, the Boston Celtics, who finished uh, the regular season at number three in the East. They'll be playing the Philadelphia 76ers, who finished at number six. Um, when it comes to the Philadelphia 76ers, listen, I think it's time that we start to... Uh, veer away from the process, distrust the process. Uh, I don't know. Corny jokes. Um, Listen, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, if they lose this series, I mean, Ben Simmons is out uh, with a knee injury. uh, But if they do lose this series, I think it's time to to start 
thinking about uh, bailing on the process. Uh, it, it hasn't worked with Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Um, as far as Joel Embiid goes, I'm just not sure if that guy is ever going to, you know, be the cornerstone um, of a franchise. I don't know if he's ever going to truly buy into to the um, to the dominance that he can have. I just, you know, I don't see it. The guy has all the the tools, the measurables to be, you know, Shaquille O'Neal in my opinion, and and he just he doesn't. Uh, too many times I see him settle for outside jump shots. Too many times I see Joel Embiid lazily. I don't know if that's even a word, but just like trotting up the the court. Um, it doesn't seem like he's always giving max effort. Um, I don't know if that's a, a Brett Brown thing. Maybe he needs a, a coach with a little bit more cachet to sort of get in his ass a little bit. Um, but like I said, I mean, if, if they if there's a first round exit for this team, which I which I fully think there will be, I don't think they'll beat Boston without Ben Simmons. I don't think they would have beat him with Ben Simmons. If they lose this first round matchup, I think it's time to break up the team. Uh, I really think it's time for the organization to to really pick a side. Are we going to stay with Joel Embiid? Are we going to build around Ben Simmons? Uh, the process hasn't worked. Um, as far as Boston goes, sleeper. Um, you know, I like to jot down notes right before, um, you know, I do any of these like matchups. Uh, but the first thing I thought about when, uh, you know, I wrote down Boston was sleeper. I think they are a sleeper to, and you know, maybe they're a sleeper in my opinion. Maybe some of you definitely have them coming out of the East, but uh, I think as far as rosters go, um, as far as uh, one, two, three, four, you know, starters go, I think they have a great starting five. Um, what it comes down to, to me, for them to reach the NBA finals is the production you're going to get from Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Um, you know, I know, I know maybe a year ago, people thought that, you know, the leaders would be Kemba and Gordon Hayward, who I love as your three and four guys, but this team is going to go as far as Jalen Brown, uh, and Jason Tatum can take them, uh, solid three, four guys in Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker, um, I think that this team has all the tools with a great head coach and Brad Stevens to to make a deep run. So, um, you know, as far as this first round series goes with Philadelphia, I think Boston will win this series in five. Another gentleman sweep. Um, you know, as far as Philadelphia goes, when they lose this series, time to blow it up. The next series uh, I'm going to get into is actually a very is very the it's, it's sort of the Denver Nuggets Utah series, but in the East, uh, the Indiana Pacers versus the Miami Heat series. That is going to be a very very fun and exciting series to watch. Obviously, um, no love loss in this series. Jimmy Butler, T.J. Warren got into a little scuffle earlier on in the season. Um, Obviously, those two guys don't like each other. They played a game um, in the bubble, uh, in the restart. Jimmy Butler was able to cool TJ Warren down, who was just going off. Very intrigued to see how a seven-game series plays out. Um, I fully expect Jimmy Butler to have a huge series. I fully expect him and TJ Warren to to be going at it. Uh, I love Victor Oladipo. Very excited to see what what he can do in this series. Um, you know, Miami, 
uh, they have their leader. That's that's one thing that um, I love about this Miami Heat team. Uh, they know who their leader is. They know uh, what their identity is. They know that Jimmy Butler is going to have their back. You know, they have some young guys on the team uh, who play very hard. And I think a lot of that hard-nosed mentality that they bring to the court is just them feeding off Jimmy Butler. Both of these teams, very tough teams, well-coached teams. Uh, I think this series will go seven games. Ultimately, I'm giving this series in seven to the Miami Heat because I just think that Jimmy Butler is ultimately going to be the alpha male uh, in the whole series. Uh, I think at the end of the day, he's the he's going to be the toughest guy on the floor for both teams. And ultimately, in seven games, he proves to be the difference. Last series, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Orlando Magic. Um, it, if you guys could see the notes that I put down for this, you'd uh, you'd probably laugh. Um, basically, the Milwaukee Bucks, they finished number one. The Orlando Magic, they finished number eight in the uh, Eastern Conference. Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, he is going to win the MVP for the second year in a row. Um, doesn't shoot as well as I would like to yet, but I don't think that'll matter in this series with the Orlando Magic. Uh, the Orlando Magic, I don't really have much to say about them other than the Grizzlies should probably have this playoff spot. Uh, I fully expect the Milwaukee Bucks to get a sweep in this series. Uh, not really much else that I want to talk about when it comes to, to that series. That was a uh, quick first episode of the Teeing Off podcast. Hope you guys liked it. Hope you guys love the playoff predictions. I'm super excited to get playoff basketball. Just have it. Just have it back. Um, obviously, dealing with this pandemic, uh, we've been devoid of, of sports, but uh, slowly but surely, they've all come back. Super excited for the playoffs today. Um, teeing Off is, uh, you know, look me up on Twitter, uh, teeing off at teeing off. Um, hope you guys enjoy the playoffs. Hope you guys enjoyed this uh, quick installment and uh, hit me up. Talk to you soon. With the first pick in the 2018 NFL Draft, the Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. Wow.